Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Bar. I am Toby Pack, your innkeeper. And Jeff Thompson here, back from my hiatus for one episode of Behind the Bar. Well, at Alive and Well, and we have a lot of the SideQuest anchor with us, as usual. Hello. Hi, I'm Alex. It's JD. Oh, I'm Felicia. Mac's not here. Uh, she couldn't yeah, no, be with us today, yeah, unfortunately. No, no, no. We miss her dearly. We just got done. We talked about it before. We got done with Fanex. Uh, I thought, yes. Fanex, for listeners that don't know. Oh, yes. Is our, uh, our uh, comic convention that we have here in Salt Lake City. Each year. You could almost call it a Comic-Con. But you could call it that. But then you'd be sued. Yeah, but then you would be sued. Then you would be sued. Don't call it that. San Diego will come chasing us. So it's Fan X. <laughs> but just us. Just, well, no, everybody. I don't think they sued anyone else. Convention of Comics in Salt Lake City, Fan X. We were there. We recorded. It was really great, I feel. No, it was pretty yeah, good, was especially fun. for such a spur-of-the-moment thing that happened for us. For sure. Yeah. But we officially had a live show at... A comic convention. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. It was pretty amazing. People and showed up, yeah, enjoyed it. People felt did good. watch and they had, I think that a lot of people really enjoyed it. They were laughing, making comments, and you at one point made fun of a girl's bottle exploding. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot for sure. about that. I forgot. Yeah. I almost got hit in the face with a <laughs> bottle cap. Oh. A bottle cap. <laughs> when you, That's pretty funny. You said, I'm in shock. First of all, how did that happen? Like she's just know. sitting in the audience. It's like the she, pressure. Yeah, well, I don't know. the pressure. From she, what though? Maybe she was on a plane. She got on a plane and then came right to the comic convention. <laughs> no, it was no, like water. No, it wasn't water. She had put one of those powders in it that mixes uh, to a mixture. And put the lid on. And then put the lid on uh, and shook it. And probably shook it. And the fizziness got up. And it was a plastic <laughs> bottle, cheap plastic bottle. You know what? Lid she, popped right she off. She was dressed as Hermione Granger. It was probably a potion. Oh, Could have been a problem. Might have there been. it is. Might have been poly poly juice. Wait. No, yeah. Is that what it is, Polyjuice Potion? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. you look like Hermione Granger when you're not really or Hermione Or you look Granger. like a cat when you're Hermione Granger. Sure. Because she had a cat hair instead of yeah. a... Yeah. I remember Off that. Millicent Bulstrode's robes. Yeah. I JD learned... Go ahead, Alex. I just... I'm glad it didn't actually hit me. And I didn't feel bad. There was like no hard feelings yeah, there. Yeah, no hard feelings. It was just funny. It, it funny. made it into the recording. It was great. Yeah, I, we brought yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> Something in that lab exploded. Uh, I learned a lot doing the convention... Uh, one, don't park so far away when you're hauling suitcases of recording equipment. Uh, two, don't haul suitcases of recording equipment. Get stuff that's supposed to haul recording equipment. Uh, and that's that's really the the big that stuff. That is all you stuff learned. for speakers. We need speakers, yeah, speaker louder equipment. speakers. Either way, it was like a way fun adventure. We did like um was. just like a one session that Toby actually took from the Starfinder Society and kind of made his own. Which made it a lot more fluid and more dynamic, and people really enjoyed the show more, I think. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the end, uh, someone said that they really liked the dynamic of our group, and yeah. that was really, that was an awesome compliment, because, you know. Several people came up and sat down and were just, they were into laughing, yeah. they were into it, they were making comments, it was, it was well, really a, fun. It turned out a lot of people at this, at our comic convention, FanX here, uh, love Starfinder. Like that was kind of a, oh, yeah. a, a kind of a thing for me. Yeah, I figure. Yeah, we're playing it, and people do like Starfinder. But I had no idea it had that many people that really wanted to play it that had no one to play with. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you guys play Starfinder? Oh, I always wanted to play that game. Tell us about it." You know, and that's when we did the show. There was stuff. a couple of people asking to be like a part of the group. Yeah, they wanted like, to be in the side to be in. in our group. Yeah, I also learned to bring food. Oh, I was yeah. so hungry at the end because I was also <laughs> running the Pathfinder playtest. And those were like back to back, so it was like 
if you want to get food, you're waiting in line for 45 minutes. Like, it's not going to be quick. You are waiting in line. Uh, It was a great experience. Look for that episode. We're going to post it on our Patreon. Uh, It'll be available to everybody. So uh, listen to it. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, and our Patreon is just uh, patreon.com forward slash sidequestin for anyone who has not yet heard that. So The episode that posted this week, I loved. I thought it was so wonderful. The role playing, I think you guys, we've had a lot of combat episodes, I think, in over the past few episodes. There's been 45 minutes of an episode as combat quite often, and this one was kind of back to something that we've done before where it's mostly just role playing. I think I and, rolled three dice that whole time. And I think that you guys really fell into it, and I, I loved you interacting mostly cash, not most, not just cash, but my stories about cash trying to talk to these locals who you don't share a language with no they don't know who you are they're scared and like trying to talk in basic terms and like use hand gestures to try to communicate to them it felt so like real to me like just so great i thought that was so funny to see the person who's supposed to be good at talking and and like stripped of all the abilities to do that, but still be able to communicate at some level. Yeah, because I think that's what he would be able to do. Like, well, a lot of his like swagger and stuff comes from a place that these people would never understand. So none of that could have factored into anything. But the most important thing I try to remember is Cash is to not give any impression that we're anything like the cult of the Devourer. And if I can somehow change their opinion on outsiders, that's all he cared about. So, uh, so even if he had to like debase, you know, get down to basic level, if I can and somehow reassure them that I'm willing to continue to communicate without any kind of destruction, then maybe they'll listen to us in some manner. That's all I thought about. When you walked out with your moat and like looking like power like official, that like you were gonna get so many minuses on your diplomacy checks till you realized. I think Cash realized, oh shit! Like I, actually, I had a hidden purpose for doing that. I don't know if I. I, I, I disagreed with it later, but when I saw that they were attacking Sunny in the episode before this last one, um, I figured out why would they do that? What triggered it? Well, it was right when she used that um, magic device. And so when I walked out, so I lit my moat to see how they would react to that. And when they did and they saw that, they realized that, yeah, because they have primitive technology and stuff, someone with more power than them is someone to be afraid of. You know, who knows how they could wield that? And then thought about the cult of the devour and stuff. And so that's when I was like, okay... Let's forget about magic. And that's why I was really scared for Cricket to do any kind of magical abilities, you know, even though his are for good. But they didn't care about magic. Yeah, it seemed no, like they were okay that. with with good magic anyway. Any like, magic. They're fine with magic. Yeah, it wasn't magic at all. It, it ended up being, um, you know, oppressors had come more recently, and that's what they were trying to avoid. So then from then on, yeah, I just took kind of a more diminutive stance. No more, you know. I actually think in the end it was better that Crumbles got the language spell because she's not like that at all. That's she does, right. She doesn't. <laughs> she's act like, like the most undevoured. Everyone yeah. loves her. Yeah, she's very friendly. There's just no way to like take her intentions as ill. It's not possible. Yeah. So that really worked out good. Very true. Crumbles also doesn't uh, overthink anything. Yeah, exactly. And I always do that. Like classic overthinker. I say the first thing that comes to my head. Or she does. Yeah, when Crumbles was talking to uh, the lady, she was just so genuine. Just like, and and even the ship thing when she brought when she said the clouds, Crumbles was like, "What <laughs> 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 ships?" Yeah, 
And then she eventually just gave up. She was like, yeah, the cloud, the metal yeah, cloud. Just, like, yeah, well, obviously she, she kinda, wasn't getting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. I also love how often Vashti gets brought up. All like it's been, I, I should go back and look, but I think like twenty plus episodes. I, I I have never been in an episode with Vashti. Yeah, never no, not one. And you entered episode about halfway, like 20, 20, 22, 22, I think. Yeah. No, twenty three. Somewhere. 23. Somewhere. Twenty three. But yeah, you. So it was before that, uh-huh. but Vashti's still at the forefront of stuff, wondering when is she going to pop up again? And everyone thought maybe it was a Vashti thing or the symbol thing that they were scared of Mac. Do you think that if Cash had realized she was wearing these symbols of the Devourer, he would have stopped her? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, definitely <laughs> so. The thing is, is um, I'm kind of hung up on my own fan theory. Like, I want some payoff for that so bad. Like, and, and it seems like that sunburst on her forehead seemed like so prominent and so meaningful to the story it's it's really like struck a chord and I, I don't want to forget it whereas you know her doing something quirky or wearing something that doesn't really i don't know that doesn't really stand out i think cash a lot of times doesn't pay attention to the folks around him because he's so much thinking about himself a lot yeah that he's not really like just imagine a lot of the times if Cash isn't saying something, he's probably messaging on his data pad and not paying attention. He's got a social life, no that matter how sense. far away he is. Yeah, I can see him not noticing her. Yeah, yeah. well, stuff. and I imagine if he saw it, he'd just say, wow, that doesn't match anything. Yeah. She looks ridiculous. She wore the hat that one time. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, he sees her and doesn't know, like, how to, like, she's not <laughs> the same as, like, a normal person he could go chat up. Not to say she's not a normal person. That was so funny when you, at the end, uh, when you had such a hard time communicating with her. Like, it's just you and Sonny, and Cash is supposed to be this suave, you know, debonair guy who's good with women, but you just kind of fall short with her every time. What is, like... That was. It's just funny to watch. And a lot of times, you, like plan that or. Well, yeah, well, I do. I I actually say things like that on purpose to get the reaction from Mac, really, first <laughs> of all, and then to see how she's going to translate that for Sunny. Because it's funny to me to think about someone who, basically, wearing combat gear. You know, if we look at the artwork that we did, she's wearing the one piece with a gun and a belt and grenades and all this stuff, and then you put on a frilly hat like you're going to a royal wedding like that does not look good together can you imagine like she's wearing all that and just like a like a sundress all over it like what do you say to someone like that like section nine them what else have you got you know so i don't know what else to say about that you say you look very pretty today obviously that's what she's going for that's you know but that's that's the thing is that what she's going for or is she trying to do like a shock value no I think definitely she's not trying, shocked. I think she's trying to be normal. Yep. See, and Cash Cash definitely does not pick up on that at all. Not even a little Because it's not normal. Because it's the opposite of normal well, in that, every regard. That makes sense. Like he's just looking at it for its face value. He mm-hmm. doesn't see the the hidden purpose behind it. I don't. It. Nope, yeah. I don't. Sunny is causing a stir with these uh primitive people. The Kish. The the Kish talking about planets and solar systems and somewhere else, like I, when that happened at the table, and uh, Tazil was like, "Oh, wh- what do you mean?" I, everyone's face at the table was like, "Oh my god! Like we cannot continue this Here story." We, we either had to stop, or I was gonna like uh, display like a like a galaxy map. This is where we live. Would have blew yeah. blew their mind. They wouldn't have believed it. I they, don't think they learned to high five. That was they so did. funny. That, that was, was pretty like good. That was pretty good. Five. They may one day be worshiping Purell. 
because oh, it I can only hope. keeps you from getting sick. I so that's going to be a new deity, maybe Purell. Purell, <laughs> liquid god. Everything, liquid everything god. smells like kind of like <laughs> a little bit like Sprite, but alcohol at the same time. Purell. 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 Oh, hell, pure, Purell. Oh, uh, the ethyl alcohol god. <laughs> that's what I love so much about this book in particular because it's still sci-fi. Like, like it, it's very archaic, right? Axes and bows, but it feels sci-fi. When mm. you go, when you think of the second book in Castrovel, when you're in uh, Ukulam, it no longer feels sci-fi. No, it feels very like fantasy you're going through this jungle you have guns and stuff yeah it does and this one feels it feels Mm sci-fi they they don't know this technology they're talking about this house of renewal and this maze of ghosts as these like worshiping shrines right but clearly it's not the case like a museum is one of them so so they see these these things Maybe these holograms, and they think these are the ancestors speaking to them. Uh, well, in a sense, they, they are. are. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. Very true. They are. They don't understand what they're saying. Some of them are, you heard one that was cutting in and out. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. They could hear that and think, the ancestors just spoke to me. But they don't know. You're the first person. I mean, Crumbles doesn't know this currently, but she's the first person to power this whole thing on at once. Before oh. it was just surges of electricity that would spark these like oh. voices. Nothing was ever turned on before. Yeah. Cur- my curiosity was: Were they speaking the same language that we learned from the Kish, or are they speaking basic or common or whatever? They're well. So they're speaking. Uh, I'll have to explain this better the next mm. episode, but or just now, I guess. They're <laughs> they're speaking the same language, but it would be like. Uh, it's like a different dialect. dialect of it. Or, yeah. or no. Old English. Like old yeah, English it's like of... it's like uh if it's like speaking broken English, right? So so the Kish that you see are speaking uh less sophisticated that I don't mean broken English is not sophisticated. Let me rephrase this whole thing. No, there, there's always like in like Victorian era there's very aristocratical way of yeah. speaking. You're going to use big words, you're going to you know, certain inflections whereas you know, you kind of have your more humble beginnings. You're gonna have different slangs. You know, f- you know, like yeah, in fantasy it, books. Exactly. It's a yeah. they speak a, a lessened version of this ancient language, and They've they just don't know, and they don't know it. Yeah, they, they just lost it. Yeah, when you look at the map, they are surrounded by so much technology. I mean, you sense the places being powered, right? You sense a power source, honestly, and they just don't know it. This feels like Atlantis. Because it's like they have that whole thing. And if I don't know if you guys have seen this recently or remember this, but like the main girl, Kia, she goes around and shows Milo all this stuff and is like, I have no idea what this says. And like he knows the language because he figured it out off, you know, off this this world in, in the ocean. And so he can like tell them what's happening. Then they've lived there for thousands of years and have never been able to read it. And so like it feels like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it, it seems really similar. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. And that to me is like, sci-fi trope like mm-hmm. ancient ancient people or people who don't know how to use technology yep they, they don't get it what do you guys think the chamber of renewal is it's definitely a clinic of some kind like However, a hospital or like a emergency room or certainly something like so that. yeah what what's crazy is there was a holographic sign that said what it was but then there was something painted on it that said it was a clinic so we got kind of two versions of it like a 
it seems like it might be some kind of hospital. But then someone wrote clinic in, I'm assuming, their language. Uh-huh. Yep. Because the other one is broken down. So mm-hmm. they, and, and, and could we then assume that it was one of the people here in the most you know, recent dialect wrote that yes. on there? Okay. So they obviously have another word for house of renewal, some kind of clinic or something. But more, most importantly, she seemed to mention that people go in and just stand in the middle or something, and sometimes they're healed or not. Yeah, there's clearly some device that Scanner, does something in there. Scanner, something like a in there. machine that scans the person or whatever. She told you they enter the center of the chamber mm-hmm. when they get there, and the ancestors, if if they deem them worthy, they heal them, sometimes coming out stronger than they were before, and if they're not worthy, they're never seen again. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder if it's like, um, I hate to bring up this movie because I don't like this movie. But Idiocracy. Never you seen, seen that movie at all? Mm-hmm. They go to that doctor and they stand under that arch and insert like tubes and stuff in their orifices and it tells them how healthy and so they are. I vaguely remember that. Part. That's yeah. kind of the apparatus I have in mind when we get in there. Although this one might be more like a surgery table or something. Or what yeah. if it's like a, an ancient robot or droid? I was thinking like an MRI machine. Like somehow you walk into and then it scans around you mm-hmm. kind of thing and then diagnoses you. What if it's and like maybe it's broken and it misdiagnoses some people? Well, what if it's actually know. accurate, but it doesn't know how? But like maybe some sort of bug in it changes the physiology or something. Yeah. So when it tries to do a surgery, it just kills them, or it's, it thinks yeah. it's a different race right. or something. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Other times they just get a shot and they're like vaccinated yeah. for life and they're stronger yeah. than they've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing is can kill me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Purell. Yeah. 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 Purell. So they're just slathering it. This is the best. God. Yeah, <laughs> that makes total sense. Is something like that. But I don't know. It could be something else. It'll be. I love that Cricket went there because yeah. he's the doctor, yeah, right? I he thought hears that was this heals people. Yeah, yeah. All about it. He has to go. There. Seems appropriate. Interesting. Actually, the the moment where I realized he would go is when he said you're supposed to be quiet there. And I was like, oh, Cricket's gonna go there. If I have to be quiet, Cricket is gonna go just because I think that's funny. That is funny. Like, he was supposed oh, to be silent. He's not going to be. Oh, God. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> it's Cricket, Cash, and Sunny. Yeah. It's weird that Sunny and Crumble split up. That's a little weird. That is. I feel like it's been, like, Crumbles has been getting closer to everyone else on in the crew. Like, we talked about in the last Behind the Bar, I believe, that, like, Cricket and Crumbles have, like, gotten a little closer in their relationship and like they kind of understand each other more so i think she's just kind of got more comfortable with everyone and is trying to branch out okay that makes sense like yeah. she's trying to build that bond yeah and maybe, she, a maze. And maybe she just wants to spend time with these people like she i haven't really spent time with tick that much like i'll i'll go with tick you know yeah yeah crumbles hasn't hung out with tick or thunderfist very much Mm-mm. tick you have he did watch with you that was a while ago. That was so long ago. That was with ago. Sunny too, though. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens with the party split. And this, you're not going to have the bodyguard in one spot to help defend from stuff. Uh, it, it's going to be so interesting to see how you guys use the skill sets that you have with who you have, right? You're not going to have the healer to heal you up when you're taking damage. Um yeah, but he, Thunderfist has got... This, here's what my plan, why we split it the way I split it, is because Thunderfist has two people to make sure he hits every round, if need be, and Sunny has two people to make sure she hits every round, if need be, and it will be that way for in our group, for sure. And then you'll just be off heels. You'll be doing, like, hold person, um, harrying fire. I'll be sitting there flanking. I'll be taking the damage. I'll be dodging as much as I can. Also, she can hit and kill every time, if Can't need be. Can't flank. 
I won't be flanking. That's not the point. I'll be the tank, as a matter right. of fact. So I'm going to be in there just kind of flat-footing. I'm going to be doing that dodging and stuff the whole time. So minus four for my move against them to me, and then flat-footed them. That's all I'm going to do the whole time. Oh, and, gonna be crazy. and I'm going to get hurt. And, and it's going to hurt. That's <laughs> the problem. I feel like I feel like I have an easy road ahead of me. You do. I, we, I, we, it's a you fucking and I, museum. I'm just going to walk through it, I feel like. Bob and Cash should switch. Oh, my God. We're in big trouble. At Crumbles needs to take that hollow disc as a souvenir and be like, Gosh, I, I got you that. this from the gift shop. Yeah. I want it so bad. Yes, that awesome. thing is you rad. Know, he, okay, but Thunderfist told her to put it back, and she's like, she tried to sneak in her bag, and he caught her. So he's, maybe on the way out, she'll maybe try to on grab the way it. He's in some weird, like, awesome. not religious, but just like peaceful, uh, do no harm, just check yourself mentally kind of situation. Why? I don't know. It, because of the blessing. He got that blessing. He he wants to clear his mind. He wants to be I don't uh, know. Is he going to meditate on the nature of lightning foot? No, but he, Are you going to come back like an MMA fighter instead? No. <laughs> no. Like branch out your no. fighting styles? But I will say I forgot I was going to ask you to check on cuz you have that thing you cast on lightning foot i didn't do it i wanted to check on that and i i i hope i remember next now, game right there's no more you can't do it anymore with him or is no, that still he can. a thing you no, can put I on can. multiple people and yeah, keep it the forever awesome. yeah. Yeah. it doesn't say forever oh. um if you move to a separate plane it goes away oh, okay it stays as long as you're on the same plane of existence oh, you guys are but, we already um, switched planes but the drift we counts did as a plane and yeah. toby oh, said Toby said we could. It's like a. It's more like this spell like renews it or whatever. Oh, okay. So we shift planes to the drift, and then when you come back, it's like it starts it up again. Oh, whatever. okay. So it's good now. Thunderfist is in a uh, meditating state. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's trying to purge himself of all this guilt. Yeah. Oh, he definitely is. Like he's like Cash. Like really fucking berated him a little bit, and he's like, shit. I gotta. I have some repentance. You know what's funny? Is I imagine I said that while looking at my screen the whole time. I didn't even look up at you while you did it. Not realizing <laughs> I that, that I was doing something I wrong. I took you so serious. Yeah, like I imagine like he looked up and saw you there and went, and went right back to his screen. You know, like, I, okay, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I said it. And it needed to be said. You know, I don't know. I mean, he took you so serious. He's yeah, like, you should. I he's like, oh, God. And he did. He, he got the blessing from the lady, and he he's knelt everywhere he thinks he's supposed to, and just, he's doing it. There you go. Is he gonna stay on this little rock? No. Nah. Become a hermit? No. With these people? Dude, no. that would be crazy. No way. I don't think he would do he that at all. You would be in their legends. The sky beasts. You'd be there in their legends, no. dude. No. Oh my god. Protect you would be the, the paragon sky. of their race, dude. No, that's the not, paragon. He you guys are who he's protecting. Period. Can you imagine though? Like a child gets taken by one of those birds, they send you out, you climb the rocks. Because the birds live on the edge underneath Cliffs the city. Or whatever. So yeah. if you fall, you just forever gone. Uh, but you climb down to save these kids and like beat these birds and drag the bird back. They'd, they would worship You're you. You're a hero. They would. Absolutely. That's not what he's looking for, though. He knows what that is. Sometimes. From Tex A5. He, know, he has that feeling. You don't have to look for it. It just falls in your lap. Maybe. Uh, I really look forward to see what happens with the party split in these two different places. And also to see what information Crumbles and Thunderfist and Tick can bring back and like remember. That'll be very interesting. 
Uh, that's all that we have time for today. If you have a question for us, please send it in at thesidequestin at gmail.com. We'd love to answer it. You can ask anyone on the cast a question or just us as general. You can find us on Twitter at the sidequestin, Facebook at the sidequestin. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the sidequestin. Uh, let us know what you think. And as always, remember, remember to tip your bartender. bartender.